Maybe. You are really stuck in. They're like sinus caverns. Look at that giant ant! What? You're listening to Swept Together, the story of a modern romance between two adventurers at home, at work, and on the road. We're your hosts, Christian and Annabelle. Join us as we explore the world and make our home together, wherever we end up. Because after all, home is... A place place for for everything. everything. Hello and welcome to another episode of Swept Together, the show where we talk about relationships, learn how to make relationships work from successful couples, and talk about why being in business and or traveling with your significant other can make your relationship even stronger. Woohoo! And speaking of traveling, we are, where are we right now? Tell we, them. We are in Yosemite National Park as we're recording this episode. We're looking out over the Merced River. Yes, and El Capitan is directly to our left, maybe, I don't know, yep. three or 400 feet away. Across the river from I us. mean, it's gigantic because it's like 3,000 feet tall. So I don't really know scale, but I would say we, we're like maybe 400 feet away. Yeah. What do you think? It's pretty close. It's right there. And the Merced River is maybe five feet away <laughs> or yep. something. I don't know scale either on that, <laughs> but it's very calm and... Um, yeah, this section of the river is surprisingly calm. Everything has so much water right now because it's springtime and so all the snow is melting. Yeah. Bridal Veil Falls was like... Spitting in being our faces. Under, if you've ever taken Maids of the Mist under Niagara Falls, that's what it was like. Yeah, and we didn't bring our... We didn't even go all the way up to the falls because yeah. it was so wet. It was just too much, too much moisture. It was too moist. Ugh, I hate that <laughs> word. And uh, we didn't bring our our uh, rain ponchos. Ponchos. Or so um, we opted not to get super drenched. Yeah. But we got close enough to where you know we can we were we would definitely have gotten soaked if we had gone to you know just twenty or thirty feet more. Yeah, definitely. But we decided to pull over and record a podcast because they were telling us that it is a three-hour delay to get parking further into the valley. Apparently, everyone and their mother is at Yosemite National Park this weekend. Right, because we're here. On a Saturday. And they wanted to see the swept-together crew. It's true. And so that's why they're, they're all here. But we're recording we, a live audience or a live episode in front of a studio audience of birds. Birds, yeah. So and you might hear some bird sounds. Some naturey sounds. Some ants crawling on Oof. Annabelle. <laughs> She's actually standing up in front of me right now because she doesn't want to sit down on this log that are crawling with ants. I don't know why she wouldn't want to do that. <laughs> no, thank you. But anyway. So, if you haven't caught up yet on our previous episodes and how we ended up here so far in the, in the Yosemite Valley, you can check out old episodes on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher. And if you happen to be listening through iTunes or the podcast app, we would really appreciate it if you would leave us a five-star rating and review. Those really help us get the show seen and heard by a wider audience and uh, it really means a lot to us to 
hear what you have to say about the show. If you need instructions on how to do that, you can find it at swepttogether.com slash share the love. Speaking of sharing the love, uh, we are feeling a lot of love right now because yeah. we have seen some more reviews come our way. And one from Vanessa CN who writes, awesome podcast, living vicariously through you all. Keep up the amazing level of detail. Annabelle and Christian, you all are such great storytellers. Your deep reflections also make make me think more introspectively. Thanks, Vanessa. Oh, thank you. That really means a lot to us, Vanessa. And we yeah. appreciate you guys for leaving uh, more reviews. Uh, we'll be doing a review shout out here, I think, every week since we yeah. have a couple more reviews to... Uh, you guys are why we do the show. Yeah. So it really makes us happy to hear that people are listening and enjoying and getting something out of all of our ramblings sometimes ramblings and adventures yes so we have been now this weekend we're celebrating one month of being on the road yeah tomorrow wait what day is it today it's the 20th i think oh yeah it is 20th so we're recording this on the 20th may 20th we left Denver on April, April 21st. 21st. So happy road trip anniversary. Road anniversary tomorrow. Uh, yeah. So now that we've had some practice moving from place to place to place, uh, we've gotten a little better, a little more streamlined when it comes to packing up the RV uh, for the road and moving from one place to another. I think the first time we drove the RV, I was running back to the back like every five minutes. Just like, what was that noise? What's falling down? Oh, trying I thought, to yeah, <laughs> trying to like secure something that had fallen, or is clunking around, or yeah, all sorts of things. I think right. the first time we tried to tow the Jeep, we like forgot to take the emergency brake off or something. <laughs> Do you remember that? No. When was this? Remember in Moab when we were, or when we went to Moab and we were trying to tow the Jeep? The first time? Yeah, like in the October? very first time, yeah. I feel I like know, there what? was, maybe we we, it wasn't in neutral or something, I don't know. Oh, maybe the, we had the alarm still set. Or something, Or yeah. something like that, and anyway. it was going off. It's, uh. I definitely did that before. Right, we've, we've made a bunch of, uh. Mistakes. Mistakes so far, but. We're getting better at remembering everything that needs to get done. And part of that has to do with the systems that we've created. Right. And um, some of the systems, what we're talking about is kind of like, sort of like automation or automating parts of your life that you, that you can kind of automate, right? So um, systems for prepping the RV, we, what we just talked about. Actually, there's a breakdown of the system, if you remember, a couple of weeks ago. And the reason why the RV needs a little bit of fixing right now, (laughs) because... So what we normally do, you know, we have this system down where I do some checks in in, outside the RV and Annabelle does the checks inside the RV and then we pull out of whatever parking spot we're at. So a couple of weeks ago, we were at my parents' house and we were parked in front of their house, like on the street. 
um, not in her driveway or anything. And I had parked pretty close to this tree. And we were kind of in a hurry because, you know, my parents and I and us, we got to talking and we were eating dinner and we just kind of kept talking and talking. And then pretty soon it was like 10 or 1030 at night. Yeah, the sun had gone down. Obviously, it was dark. And we we needed to get to our camp spot in Corona, which was 30 miles away. And we normally our system is not to set up at night. Right. And we had never actually set up in the night time before, right? We didn't. Yeah. That was like our first nighttime, you know. Yeah, I think it was our first landing. nighttime drive in the RV too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so you know, and we were kind of hurrying, and so Annabelle was getting some stuff inside the house, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna pull up, pull the uh, the RV out, and I eventually got the RV out, but. It was not until, or it was not until after I had rubbed up against this big tree branch yep. and dented our home. And I felt super bad. I felt angry and upset. And I was like, oh, I can't believe I, you know, scratched up our house. Like there was a lot of scratch because it's made out of card, or not cardboard. <laughs> <laughs> we live in cardboard boxes. No, and, it's um, made out of fiberglass. Yes, it's made out of fiberglass and it's scra- rubbed up against this giant tree bark, branch yeah. that was like a low-hanging tree branch. I really don't have an idea yet about how tall our RV is. I know it says it's 12 feet, but I don't really have an idea what 12 feet really means. Right. I mean, I just look at the signs and make sure that we're not going under a bridge that says 11 feet. Right, right. <laughs> but... I don't really know how tall 12 feet is and I thought I could clear the branches or whatever. And now because of the breakdown of that system, um, that, you know, we have a little bit of a boo-boo. Right. And I felt bad that I wasn't out there because usually I'm, you know, out there observing what's going on and yeah, trying she, to, she, trying to like guide him. You're like kind of my spotter. Yeah. And uh, I was like packing things up. We had done some laundry, I think was, was yeah. what it was. And so I was packing things up and... So we, we deviated from our system and we're now paying the price immediately for it. <laughs> uh, negatively rewarded for it. Right. So don't do that. But it got us talking about kind of these unspoken roles that we had set up for ourselves. And now we are more, not more adamant maybe, but more more conscientious of being each other's uh, checks and balances or or making sure that we've gone through the checklist before we take off from a given spot. Right. I mean, it's, it's hard to do it, especially something like this, um, you know, on your own. And so we should probably have not done that or I should not have done that. Yeah. (laughs) Really is what I should be saying. I should not have pulled the RV out without your assistance. Otherwise, you know, but you know, thankfully we have insurance and right. they're, they're getting it taken care of, but it's kind of set us back in, in terms of our schedule. Right. You know, we've, we've talked about the, the kind of the system that we've set up and basically how it goes down when we're leaving a campsite now is that Christian goes outside to 
dump the tanks and <laughs> uh, disconnect the water, the electrical, all that stuff. When she says tanks, she means the poop tanks. Well, and the, <laughs> the yes, the gray and black water tanks. Yeah. And disconnect us from the hookups of the campsite. Um, make sure everything's like locked and, and all that stuff outside. And while he's doing that, I'm inside securing everything, putting the covers back on the sink. Locking up the cabinets. Right, and making sure everything the is table. away and um, secured so that it's not flying around when we're driving. I um, procure the cat <laughs> so, that I, so that we can pull the slides in without crushing him. Right, because sometimes Cowboy likes to get behind the slide. Yeah. And if we move the slide while he's underneath the slide, we will no longer have a cat. It's true. It's true. We'll have a pancake. <laughs> so, yeah. So we always find Cowboy before we pull the slides in. But I kind of work my way from back, back of the RV to the front of the RV, making sure that the bedroom's all set up, pull the slide in, then make sure the bathroom's all secured, then the bedroom. So once all of that's done, Christian will come inside and check, you know, make sure there's nothing that I missed, and I'll head outside so that we can hook up the Jeep. What's our system? For the jeep yeah so the jeep there's um there's a tow bar that's involved which is what connects the jeep to the motorhome the gulliver and the gulliver the gulliver and there's also stuff inside the jeep that's like safety stuff so like brakes and other kind of things like that that's that's something that you take care of on the inside of the jeep you yep. make sure that you know like the steering wheel is unlocked and that right. kind of stuff and i make sure that we're connected make sure that we don't have the emergency brake on. And right. Yeah, and then we check each other's work. So it helps us get things done faster because we're dividing tasks. Right. And also... But then we also do it safely because we check each other's right. kind of work. So that's our kind of system for, you know, lift-off. Can I yeah. say lift-off? Is, is that a sure. term that we can use? Sure. When we lift-off and then when we land, you know, because yeah. Gulliver is like a ship, a rocket ship. Mm -hmm. Didn't we say that he is a rocket ship at some point? Maybe. <laughs> I can't remember. Okay, so anyways. Um, so there's, there's those systems in place yeah, too. Yeah, so we have RV systems. But um, we also have other systems for like our lives and our businesses. Our businesses. Why don't you talk about your system for Evergreen Lane? Sure. I have been even more diligent about setting up systems since we've been on the road. Um, we talked about in the Grand Canyon episode, the episode we recorded in the Grand Canyon a few weeks ago, how important it was for, or basically what the impact of being disconnected from, you know, from the world, from the internet, that kind of stuff. Um, part of the beauty of this trip is for us to be able to take time to explore and see the places that we are. We don't want to spend the entire time sitting at our computer working and answering emails. Right. So I've been setting up systems that allow me to 
you know, move my client relationships forward and, and take care of my clients while not being at the computer. And that includes automations. I use a system called Dubsado for my client automations. And that's basically where I store all of my contract templates, my invoice templates. I have canned emails for when someone's video is ready for them to review or as a reminder of when you know their their invoices due or it just does it on its own or like how does it how does it get triggered how does that so work? in dubsado you can either have it triggered when something is completed so say once a client signs the contract then you can send them the invoice yeah or once the um you know say you have a date a due date for a shoot you can send an email three days after your due date to say we had a great shoot oh really so it will just send an automated email but i mean you have to write that yeah i create it okay ahead of time yeah and then it goes great shoot or whatever it or was a good just a reminder send me all your videos from your trip yeah or whatever yeah and also when i started setting up these systems at first i felt like maybe it was taking away from my client experience to have things automated but yeah i mean wouldn't they think like hey that's just a because you know some some automated stuff looks really totally... feels like yeah right which is why i like I you know nobody wrote that email right which is why I, I i write the the template emails to sound like me and how i would write an email right you know but for me to say like hey your video's ready i'm going to say that basically to every client the like same way a thousand times like right. remember you have one week to give me feedback you can find the the video at this link obviously it's going to be the same you right. know but i can add personal touches okay although i um you know i really overcame this resistance to automations in my business when i started talking to my friend laura of laura lee photography she just came out with this new product called the wedding photographer's playbook and i'm not a wedding photographer obviously but it's such a great resource to show an example of how she really up levels her client experience through automation because she makes sure she doesn't miss things because she has a system she's able to send people an email that says hope you had a fantastic honeymoon like i'm working on your project and you know these are things that maybe you wouldn't remember to send to your client or um, because you're so busy with other things maybe you've already you're already shooting another wedding or whatever the case may be but like building that into your system makes the client feel like you're paying attention to them and that you're you know interacting with them on a personal level right if she, if she didn't have that system maybe she'd drop the ball on that or she wouldn't have that step in her because she wouldn't have enough time or she would it would it would maybe make the client experience more like haphazard right i guess and it would 
not be consistent throughout each client. Right. Like nobody wants to sign a contract and then be like, so when are you going to like, when am I going to hear from you or when what's happening next or, right? you know, and so she was such a great example to me as I was building up my systems of how you can use systems and automations, but make it super personal and really use it to make your client experience even better mm. instead of worse. Yeah. Well, I'm so. trying to do something like that in, you know, in our Airbnb in that I am trying to templatize the emails that I send them pretty kind of like what you're talking about. I mean, I do it more manually because there's not a thing that I'm willing to pay for right now for right. Airbnb because I mean, we only have one like Airbnb. Airbnb CRM or something. Right. Like, like if we, if I had more properties on Airbnb that I was managing, then that would be way helpful. Right. And then, and then I would look for some sort of Airbnb CRM or something <laughs> right. like that, which I think they're out there. I've, I've I'm looked sure in, they are. I've looked into it and they're, they're out there. Um, it's just that the return on investment for me is not there. Totally. Because, you know, we only have the one. So, but um, we do have, you know, I do have like those templatized emails that I send, you know, one day in advance, I send, send out the welcome letter, like, hey, welcome to, you know, our home and we hope you have a good time, blah, blah, blah. Right. And then I make it, you know, as templatized as possible, but then there's a section where I, I put in like a little, you know, kind of personal touch. Right. I guess, to them. You if add they, in like weather information. Yeah, weather information, and... or like if they're going to a concert that I know of, or whatever, and be like, "Hey, have a fun time at the Red Rocks, right? Concert that you're going to, or whatever, you know." So, you know, a lot of those kinds of ways that we, you know, automate helps us in terms of like our workflow and just keeping the experience the same. And on our Airbnb, we've gotten 100% you know, five-star reviews so far. So I think we're doing okay. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sure that, you know, as a, well, as an Airbnb host and also as a business owner, you get asked the same questions like oh, yeah. all the time. Oh yeah, that's a good good point. I and mean, like, so the more that you can either answer people's questions before they have them. That's what FAQs are for. Right. Or, or, or guides. Because we, we made a guide for Denver for all of our Airbnb guests because they were they kept asking us the same questions like where, where should we go we to eat? eat? Of course. And you know, where should we go for whatever, blah blah blah. And so we just started writing that stuff our answers down and then yep. we made a website for it and Yeah. It's just it, like a, la a landing just, page that yeah. people can go to and They'll have all of that information and it, and it is right there on, the, on their welcome letter so that mm -hmm. they can, and it's worked fantastically because now I don't get asked any questions, like at all, because I'm like, check out our Denver guide. Right. And it has all of the places that we recommend to eat or do stuff or drink or whatever. Right. So it's good for our people and it's good for us, which yeah. is a double win. Right. And it gives us lots of free time to do things like 
hang out in Yosemite. Yeah. Or like right under El Capitan. I really still can't believe we are here on the Yosemite Valley floor. You gonna go free climb it after this episode? Twice. <laughs> awesome. Because that's the kind of person I am. That's how awesome of a climber I am, guys. <laughs> I have a system for that. I really want to fly the drone, but we can't. Nope. But it would be so cool. I know. But then it would be like, illegal. if I fly the drone, well, other, other than being illegal, if I fly our drone, then all these other people are going to fly their drones, and then it would just ruin the park. Yep. Because you would just, instead of hearing the birds chirping right now, you'd hear me. Yeah. It kind Drones of like are a, loud. Kind of like a droning sound. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of a drone sound. Yeah. But I'd rather hear birds and the bees. And the waterfalls. And the waterfalls. And the trees. Hey, that rhymed. We're such poets. And don't you know it? <laughs> <laughs> You're such a dork. You're the one who's, who threw down the oldest rhyme in the book. <laughs> Anybody want a peanut? <laughs> well, this isn't necessarily a system. We do love our routine of doing the sweep up at the end of every episode because it keeps us connected yeah. and prioritizes our relationship. What made you feel loved today? What made me feel loved today was that you got up early for me because I wanted to get going early to avoid the crowds here at Yosemite. Because this is Saturday and we, our friends who were staying with Josh and Marilyn, they, they advised us that there would probably be large crowds because it's, you know, getting, in, getting into the summer season and it's a Saturday. It's, it's warm like a beautiful, weather. sunny day. It's like 75 degrees, total sunshine, no, yep. no, no clouds in the sky and it's a pretty picturesque day. Yeah, so like it, we said, every, was everybody and traffic, their mother is here, yeah. Right, but I wanted to get going early and you got up, I know how much you love to sleep in, but yep. you were able to, on a Saturday morning, make it out of bed so that we can get out here as quickly as possible. Yeah. And that made me feel loved. Because you know I'm a morning person. Yes. And you're not. That's true. <laughs> That's true. What made you feel loved? It made me feel loved last night at dinner uh, we were talking about having to get up early and I said as long as all I have to do in the morning is roll out of bed, grab my tea and roll into the car, I'll get up as early as you want. And I really appreciated that you like actually made that happen. All <laughs> I had to do was just roll out of bed. I put on clothes so she's that, not naked. Right I probably now should in mention the that. I did. We're about to go get naked though in the forest. <laughs> <laughs> no. But all I had to do was literally roll out of bed, grab my tea, and roll into the car. And it was pretty perfect. And I really appreciated that you did all of the making sure we had our snacks, making sure we had water, making sure we had breakfast, making sure we... 
had everything that we needed to enjoy our day today. All of our podcasting supplies, batteries, you took care of all of that. So all I had to do was roll out of bed and that made me feel loved. <laughs> You're welcome, baby. What made you guys feel loved uh, this week? Do you guys have any systems that you guys employ in your, you know, like day-to-day -day lives? Yeah. Or in your business that, um, you know, we uh, haven't heard of? <laughs> Let us know. Go to our um, show notes and comment on there, swepttogether.com slash episode 36. And we will link to some of our tools that we use for our systems and we will link to some of the tools we use for our systems that we talked about in today's episode. Yeah. The, the Dubsado. Yeah. Um, and then, um, you know, share us with your friends, your family, your significant other, if you think that they can benefit from hearing us or if like they just want to be entertained by two people. <laughs> <laughs> Recording a casual podcast. In the middle of Yosemite Valley. It's a true story. And you can give us a shout out on social media. We are everywhere at Swept Together, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, we love to hear from you guys. So hit us up, ask us any questions, give us any tips for this part of the country. Although by the time you... Oh, we're trying to figure out what to do in San Francisco. Hit us up. Tell us what we need to do in San Francisco. Yeah. Because we're, we're going to be doing that next weekend and we need your advice. And don't forget to leave us a review on iTunes. So before we wrap up the show today, we just wanted to leave you with a little bit of encouragement that if you are feeling overwhelmed by the stuff that you've got going on in your life or you feel like you're forgetting things or repeating the same tasks over and over, those are all good signs that maybe you need a system. So we would just encourage you to take maybe one thing this week and write out all the steps that it takes you to accomplish that task and create a repeatable system that you can use. Yeah, see where you can automate that thing. Right. And these kinds of things take like front end investment of time and energy, but they really pay off. We can speak to the value of it and, and yeah how, it saves time in the long run yeah it's making a difference for us so yeah so until next week maybe we can hear about your systems let us know um thank you so much for tuning in yeah and listening to us we really appreciate all of your feedback and your encouragement and all of the ratings that you've given us we'll talk to you soon guys love you love you
Oh no, is it crawling on you? Yeah. Why do you want it on you? It's gonna freaking bite you. I don't, it's not gonna bite me. Yes, ants bite. No, it's not. <laughs>